All right. Well, folks, uh, this is Harry Boxer from the Technical Trader. There's a picture of my uh, beautiful self. <laughs> and, you know, folks, I've been doing this uh, for a long time, uh, over, over 50 years. And the site was first developed in 2001. It was one of the first sites on the internet for day traders. And um, uh, what I uh, just wanted you guys to get, I want to get this out of the way. I want you to know that if you come in today, um, it says here, start your free 10-day trial. I'll offer you a 20-day trial. I'll double it. So you can get in for... Uh, up to, uh, you know, to, you know 20, 20 days out of a month is enough time for, I think, anybody to determine whether or not they are very interested in what I do. We have a really terrific community of traders that are really bright, technical, uh, technically oriented traders. And um, I think it'll, it, once you spend uh, two or three weeks on my site, you'll find it to be a place you uh, feel comfortable with. Then uh, go ahead and, and join us and uh, just go to thetechtrader.com, start a free trial. Put your name and stuff in. No credit card. Just join up and enjoy it for 20 days now. Uh, I want you guys to come in for 20 days. And if you don't like what you see, I'll be shocked. But anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about charts and we're going to talk about analyzing your trade. If there's anything that you guys have uh, uh, stock-wise that needs some uh, analysis work, um, I would love to give you my take. I've been doing this for you know uh, half, half a century, more than that, and I'd love and I'd love to be um, of assistance to you in and fine-tuning your timing, because that's what technical analysis is for, as far as I'm concerned. And it's uh, uh, basically what, what we're looking at uh, in terms of analyzing trends, underlying indicators, and getting a real feel for where a stock might be headed on a short-term, intermediate term, et cetera. In my site, we do a lot of day trading, of course, but we also do lots of swing trading for those who can't be in the room all day because you, you work or have other commitments. Um, so with no further ado, uh, I'd love to answer some questions. David, uh, I'm not seeing anywhere where I'm going to see those questions. Do you want to give them to me? Uh, just move your cursor to the Zoom menu and click on the chat. No, now your chart disappeared. Oh, okay, hold on a sec. Okay, I'm clicking on the chat and I'm and I'm moving it over just a minute. Okay, okay I, I have the chat in front of me now. So, yeah. uh, you see the most recent one, AMD RIVN rent. Okay, so that's a question for me. Yeah. Okay, great. So let's get started. There's a question here about advanced micro devices AMD. Now, in general, when you look at the long term, this, by the way, was a huge winner for us uh, back in 2018, 19, when it broke out. And actually, it was late 2019 when it broke out above 32. And obviously, at one point, went up fivefold into the 165 range before it broke and, and we got out of it. I put another uh, swing on it when it broke back out above 80. And you can see the um, basic breakout one, two, three, four, five wave, LA wave move, and then the, the, the move down now. What I'm seeing is a downtrend, of course, but at the same time, the stock moved back up to resistance and maybe forming an inverse head and shoulders. I do not want the stock, and if you're trading it, be cognizant of 99 as a key, key support level. Underneath that is 95, of course. But a break below this pattern negates the inverse head and shoulders. Here's your left shoulder, head and right shoulder. If, in fact, you can take out the neckline and triple top resistance at 111.31, my target's then going to be about 119 and then 129.30. I do like the overall look, but the last three days for tech stock have been very difficult. As you can see it's trading in a three-day range that if it breaks down, should test support, and it might break down and even either double bottom or go lower and test the long-term trend line right here that I have back going back many, many years. Let's take a look at that. It's a weekly chart, so you get a feel for it. This stock has been an uptrend, obviously, since it was a $2 stock back in 2015-16. Now, the way I've drawn the trend, compensating for this pullback and putting a parallel line into the long-term channel I have a long-term projection on this stock, upwards of 500, but I'm only talking about if and when it, number one gets up through the 
um, 20, early high of 2023 of 137.9. That would be a good start. Once it gets above that, the all-time high of 165. And of course, if this is indeed a long-term channel that's going to continue, I have a target up in the 500 range, long, long-term. We're talking a year or two down the road, depending on, of course, if we do get the um, price volume surge that I like to see. I want to see price and volume cross that line and then cross that line. Those are your two key resistance levels. So if you're trading AMD, well, about a 112, 111.12, and then 120.21 in that zone or your resistance levels and your trading targets. Rivian, which was a tech trader swing trade idea of mine here. And I'll show you why. After a long decline, the stock based out, but had multiple tops in here. That day, just that day before it gapped, right there broke out. It was about 16, 16 and a half where we put a swing on it. And it exploded and went to both of my targets, made even a higher high. And then came down at a one, two, three wave corrective. This is a very bearish looking chart. And the reason I say that is when you come down and form a base pattern, you expect it to break out. Instead, it rolled over and took out double bottoms, uh, double bottom support. Then bounced up twice, couldn't get through, and formed what most technical analysts would call a bear wedge. See it? That bear wedge broke. There is some support where this broke out of the base down here. Let's call it uh, 16 in that range, give or take a quarter. So if it plunges through 16, it might very well be down at a 14 rate. Um, it's a, but it's a very negative looking current chart pattern because, and I wouldn't want to pick a bottom. If look, one of the things and the biggest mistake people, people make, they think something's cheap because it's down hard. That doesn't mean it can't get cheaper. Uh, stocks will always do uh, and go further than you think they're going to go. The major trend with broken, I'm going to eliminate those lines. The current trend is one, two, three, and it may be a one, two, three, four, five. So this could be a one, two, three. And and I, and, I'm at, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a rally back to test resistance if we do get a market rally, but I'm not seeing anything more than 20, 20 and a half uh, on this stock short term. On the breakdown, if it breaks down again, if under 16 and a half uh, it would be quite negative. And finally, RENT. This is a very negative chart that I wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole and uh, for, for several reasons. First of all, any stock that goes from five down to 50 cents and loses 90% of the money, um, and it's probably near a long all-time low. Yeah, it is. Um, here's the bottom line. This could be going out of business. They could go back up. The stock could go to 10 cents. It can go to, it could, you know, the only thing I would do with this stock is keep an eye on it for a potential price volume surge across there. That's your declining top line. If in fact, short term, you'll see 70 cents and then it takes out 78. That's the number where I'd be much more interested in it because you want to see a stock start to make higher highs and higher lows. Hopefully it doesn't take out 56 which is now your all-time low in support. Um, the next questions are on NXE and uh, EXR. Uh, I think they're uh, energy stocks. So very nice chart for um, next gen. thing I'd be really careful about is this up here. You have double top and another and another. So basically a quadruple top, and it goes back a couple of years. Um, on, the, on the support side, anything that goes down under five, 1520 would be a sell for me. Um, if it's going to maintain this rising channel and I do like the overall look of it, I'm going to need a, a price volume surge, meaning price and volume, not just price, but a price volume surge. In other words, a breakout with volume above, I would have to call for say 635.40. Then your target seven and three quarters eight. Uh, if this angle maintains itself, and if there's a one, two, three, four wave move, we may get a fifth wave. But it's going to have to get through a quadruple top to do that. So that looks pretty good. And EXR is, oh, that's not a store. Okay. Well, I thought it was an energy stock. It's not. Extra space storage is very similar to the other stock we just saw that was 62 cents. The difference is it's obviously a higher price. 
But here's the stock that dropped from 225 down in half, and there's no bottom in sight. And the reason I say that, the only positive about this chart is that it's at a long-term channel, declining channel bottom, at least on a short-term basis. Now, it hit the bottom here and bounced, and hit the bottom there and bounced. It may bounce again, but I'm not optimistic until I see a really strong price volume surge across this level. I need over 130.31 with real good volume to say that this thing is turned around. And then we can go to 143 and 156. But to try to pick a bottom is dangerous. One of the biggest mistakes people make is they think a stock is cheap and, and it's spiked down and they're going to buy it because it's cheap. But this is a weak, weak stock. It's also a REIT. And real estate is, uh, uh, with, with inflation and interest rates the way they are, um, not not having a good time right now, that's for sure. Um, is, does it look cheap? And does it look like it could be? Yes, I think it might bounce from this range into the 130 range. But um, I would call it a short-term trade only, and I would put a tight stop on it as well. I, I would not let this stock get any lower than right there because it can, then could spike down to like 100, 103 and lose another 10 points on you real quick. Okay. Do I, um, do I see AMC able to reach above 20? Well, it's my favorite theater chain. But again, here's another another stock that is devastated. And all these lines here is because this is this stock, I think, did a yeah, reverse split. Reverse split stocks are really popular in Wall Street because they get really thin and they can be you know, manipulated. Do I see it at 20? A long way to go to get to 20. If and when it takes out 11, 11, 15, you might see 14. Above 14, 14 and a quarter is where you have a chance of getting back into the 20 rate. If you look at this move from 62 down to the low at 7, 55 points. Um, it puts 7 plus half of 55. If you're doing a 50% fair retracement, 27, 7 is 34. Maybe long-term, you can get it back up at that range. I doubt it. For me right now, your heavy resistance and targets would be 11 and maybe 13 and three quarters. So the, but on the same side, anything under here, underneath, um, let me draw my line. This stock takes out 880. I put a stop under that. Very dangerous stock. I would really be careful with that. I do like PIFE. I got a question here on that. It's a small energy stock. Oops. That's, oh, isn't it FIFE? PFIE, that's it. That's correct. I think you, you got the symbol wrong, I believe. So in this case, I put a swing on it when it broke out over two. I told my people that it has a strong momentum and it went to a 50% pop to 329, about 60%. This was very promising. In other words, it had kind of a coiling type consolidation, but it got hammered right down to support and bounced. I call this a V bottom of the platform. If and only if it takes out, let's call it 250 with energy, above 250, then maybe you got a shot to go back to three, three and a quarter. It'd have, it'd have to take out 330 for this to have a more meaningful upside. The channel has angle has changed. Let's call this the channel angle now. Always draw a parallel line. So my targets are, if it gets above 250.52 with volume, 325.30, and then maybe four plus. Ultimately, it could be a $5 stock. Can I review the best position stocks? William Adams wants to know. Well, William, there's a lot of them. Am I a long list, but let me give you a few of them that I think in this market, and by the way, you know, folks, there's a rule of thumb that I've learned a long time ago, and that is that the stocks that act the best have the best relative strength when the market's coming down are usually the ones that are go gangbusters when the market turns around and goes up. Just a question of um, underlying communication, uh, accumulation and relative strength. We want to watch for that. There are a few stocks I can give you. Here's a stock that I think after basing out for six months, broke out and pulled back, but I think it pulled back because of the market. It looks like it could be a $9, $10, stock. It's called... Symbols ALHC. APLT is another, a little junior stock that broke out 
and then popped back and formed a wedge, spiked up, and then the market came down and pulled back. But it pulled back to the apex. A lot of times the stock coils are flat or uh, forms a pennant. And when it breaks out, it tests that breakout point and then goes again. This one, I think, is a 4 and $5 stock uh, currently trading 258 So it could be a double. AUGX is one of my favorite um, healthcare type stocks. Breakaway gap, a bull wedge. I put a swing on it right there when it was about two and three quarters. It's doubled at 597 at one point. My targets are six and three quarters, seven, and eight and three quarters, nine. If, and you can see the way it's held up beautifully in a lousy market. Now, I want to show you two stocks that have explosive potential, but are very dangerous because they're thin and they could die or fly. So you got to be careful here. When I see a big, big gap like that and a spike up, and here's a stock that went from one to six in a day. And then it pulled down and bounced and pulled back. And now it's getting narrower and narrower to the apex of a coil. The other one is, find it. There it is. SLNO. And a major breakaway gap and it's forming a coil. Now, these two stocks, SLNO and BNOX, both of them could explode out of here. And I wouldn't be shocked to see BNOX be six, seven, or eight or more. And SLNO, which had exploded like that, run into the mid 30s from 23 right now. But both of these have key levels of support you have to maintain. I do not want to see this one break down under 22 and a half. That's SLNO. And BNOX would need to hold, in my opinion, the lows of the recent of recent days that were about three uh three seventy. Anything under three seventy, and that's only thirty eight cents from here would get me out. I just don't want to see drift down. If it breaks out, it can go vertical, like some of these stocks do. Now, uh, those are and there's a company called Life Med, which I gave as a swing here. It ran up and coiled, broke out, retested, popped. This one looks like it wants to go higher. Eight and a half and eleven are targets for LFMD. Believe it or not, Smith and Wesson, the um Gun manufacturer after a long downtrend, V bottom platformed at a five wave, LA wave move up and then rolled over. Spiked on earnings, I believe, pulled back and tested the gap and then ran up nicely. Even though it's been down the last couple of days slightly, I think it's a $16 stock going forward, maybe more. You get through that 16, 17 zone, you're looking at 19. And HPK, interesting stock, long downtrend, then it reversed in a rising channel near a lateral resistance here. When a stock market is coming down, and this is going up for five days in a row and eight out of nine, you should pay attention to high peak energy, HPK. My targets are 20 and 24. And so there's a few ideas of some stocks I like right now. We've talked about most of them. And a little stock called, a uh, biotech stock called Wave, uh, Wave Life Sciences. Again, stocks that are up near their 52-week highs or 10-month or, or highs in a market like that should be paid attention to. This one gets above six. It could be seven, eight, nine. Okay, let's move on. Uh, P-I-F-E. I think it's, isn't it P-F-I? Right. Yeah, we talked about that already. Okay. Um, let's see. Next question would be, so um, you're asking me to look at the S&P. Well, of course. Look, I told my people this weekend in my weekend webinar, folks, if you're in my site, you'll note that I do a one-hour weekend webinar where I review all the um, indices, the underlying technicals, the uh, NASDAQ generals, um, the major ETFs that we follow, a review of at least 80 to 120 longs and 25 to 35 shorts. Um, and there, I do have a bunch of shorts to show you too. And, and keeping that in mind, let me go right to that list now because um, you asked me for some ideas that they're not all long either. Uh, take a look at these charts. Now, recently, I saw this head and shoulder type top, a breakdown and a snapback. And I told my subscribers, this could be an excellent short. Well, just in the last two days, it's dropped from 240 to 223. And should it get underneath this line on the 215, it can start to fall away into the high uh, 189s. And that's where I believe it might be going. 
Builder's first source was one of my favorite ch charts. Two years, look at that run. Taking it from 52 to 158.9. But then it broke down and formed a bear flag. This is where I issued a short at 125. Today, it hit 110, 15 points below where we put it out. And I believe it's headed to test around 100 to 103. Also on the short side, any of the builders like uh, D.H. Horton, which when it broke down, it formed a little wedge in here and then another one here. I just look like this, KBH, GRBK, all the home builders look terrible. With interest rates, where they are, and a glut of housing, I'm not seeing the um, a big big demand for new houses right now anyway, but that, that could be uh, short term. But uh, the bottom line is all of these have pulled back dramatically and nearing some support they may be able to bounce, but I still think there are major downtrends. They've broken their major rising channels. All the home builders don't look good. A few other stocks to consider. ETN, look at this massive head and shoulders. And then the breakdown occurred today, as a matter. I think Eaton um, has a chance of coming down in this zone there, 180, about 20 points lower, and maybe much more. EXP broke its support from the rising bear wedge. And when I see that on low volume with terrible technicals, this is where I said this is a short. At 170. It's 157. The targets now are 150, 51, and down at a 135, 40 rate. Believe it or not, IBM formed the head and shoulders top. Look at it. And notice this when it broke the trend line and then formed this, what I consider a bear flag. It's a, it's a short. Well, it came down and bounced, but had another ugly day today. Um, I think it's the kind of stock that could probably drop down at 130 or even 120, 22, especially if we get a very negative period in the market. INTT was a tech trader swing short. When it broke the trend line, it formed the bear wedge right there at 22. It's been cut in half almost. Let's see. No, not, not quite. Got down at 13.80. My target was 13 and now 10. MEDP with a head and shoulder top. And there's a bear flag there. It just broke again. Looks like 199 to 200 would be my next target. NVT, nice head and shoulders. Broke yesterday. Followed through today. Targeting 45, 42, and 40. Technoglass, which is one of my favorite stocks in the last couple of years. Look at this run. Stock that went from basically two to 55, broke down and it's forming a bear wedge right now. I think the stock goes lower, 26 and a half, my next target. A couple more, we're done. TMDX, when it broke down in front of the bear flag in there, I told my uh, subscribers to go short around 69. It suddenly dropped to 40 in about a month and a half. I don't know how far down it can go, but it's still very weak. And finally, Ulta Salon, the, the Ulta Beauty, long uptrend. And when it broke that uptrend, it formed a little bear flag right there, bear wedge. We went short at 419 uh, over the last three, four weeks. It's dropped today's low, 372, um, about 35, 38 points already. And although it might bounce, I still have targets down here in the 345 range. So that's that. And uh, let's take up some more questions. And by the way, uh, William Adams, that those are my short ideas. My, uh, you know, it's fu funny, folks. Everybody does computerized scans. I don't. I believe in manually looking at charts. Now, I do have, um, I go to a, a list that I, I find on uh, stockchart.com where they would give you the uh, leading percent decliners. And I usually go to the the, the, loose, the decliners, the leading percent losers of the last month. That usually indicates a downward trend and it'll show me something perhaps that has recently broken. And I, that's how I find most of my short short scans. My long scans, again, from from my everyday trading, usually day trades turn into swing trades, turn into long-term trades. So I have a list here, as you can see, of 1,152 stocks in my universe. There were 1,400. I've eliminated a lot. But that's how I look for my, uh, and I do my scans. Uh, please review Pfizer. Pfizer just acquired 
one of my favorite companies, CGEN, and I've been official today, I believe. PFE, well, it's downhill racer, folks. The same thing, it's what's amazing to me is look at Bristol Myers. And you can go on with several of the major drug firms looking like this, which really amazes me. And by the way, Bristol Myers is one of the finest companies I've, I've ever come across. They're really a good, well-run company. And that dropped from 81 to 56, while Pfizer has dropped from 63 to 31 in half. Now, the question on Pfizer is, please review it. I shall do that for you. Pfizer just took out the um, winter of 20 before the COVID hit. It took out those lows. It might be headed, and it's right there. So this is uh, interesting. It's at the pullback low from um, July, August of 20, right when COVID was starting. And you can see the big move it had after that because of the drug, the, the COVID drug. Um, on a long-term basis, it looks like a massive one, two, three. It could be a one, two, three, four, and a big five. I'm not an Elliott Wave expert, but I know it'll be enough to be dangerous. Again, if you're trying to pick a bottom in stocks, it's very dangerous. You just don't know how far a stock goes down. You don't. And then when the stock dropped down here or here or here, you may have thought it was cheap, but what about there? What's to prevent us from testing this level back in 20 from where it started? 27. The downside risk is at least four points, in my opinion. But what I, do, what I would do on this stock is two, twofold. First, I wait for a declining tops line to be broken. Second, I wait for the last rally highs or resistance level to be broken. If you'll note, there's also the 50-day moving average. By the way, I, I saw that Sonny and other people talking about 200-day moving averages. In any kind of real trading, 200-day moving averages are almost useless. The reason I say that is because they're so long-term and they're so flat and that is meaningful, maybe on a very long-term basis. But if you're a day swing or even short-term trader, use the 10, 20, and 50-day moving averages. They're much more helpful. So here, this red line is a 50-period moving average. You can see the multiple tops in here as well. So, And you can see the declining top sign as well. So there's three juxtapositions of resistance in that range. Wouldn't it behoove you to pay 34 and a half and know that stock is on its way higher and try to pick a bottom here, watch it bounce, maybe, and then continue down into the 27 range? So... There's nothing to do with Pfizer. Remember that you always remember it's always uh, important that a stock is in an, in an uptrend if you're trying to buy long. So why are you trying to buy something in a downtrend? Never anticipate a low. Never catch a falling knife. It'll cut your hands. Okay, KVUE. It's another disaster. This is the spinoff, isn't it? From one of the major consumer product companies. I forget now. Anyway, I know it went public recently in May, but it's dropped from 27 to 19. It also looks like it has a low beta, but it's also a nasty downtrend. Now, in this case, it's already bounced. See this low in here and that high across there? My first rule of trading is that it's got to take out the prior low and, and a recent high to be in legitimately back in an uptrend. The first thing you want to do is the very, very short-term downtrend or falling wedge, that's been broken. So that's um, criteria number one's met. Tell you what, another criteria is volume. This has no volume in its rack. Usually when a stock goes up a low volume within a downtrend, it's going lower. I would rather pay 21, 21 and a quarter and know that the stock is broken out completely on its way to 23, 25, 27, et cetera. But right now, you're guessing. Nothing to prevent this from failing here and rolling over and being 18 or 17 or less. That's my take on that. Okay, good question. I want to share my experience on this. There's some stocks that go up a very strong amount after hours of pre-market with very strong volume. And then a few minutes after the market opens, uh, it, it goes down and... And even with high volume, and I'll tell you what my thoughts are on that. If you're trading pre-market or after hours, the, the thing to always remember is a lot of people don't trade after hours, only professionals do or some of the seasoned traders. When a stock opens, it usually sucks in the public. A stock may be gapping or running for a brief period of time, and then it dives, and all day will just either go down or go sideways and do nothing. 
Now, there's examples of that all day. I can give you one from today. So MTC popped, coiled, and popped again. All right. And then that, that was in the afternoon. Let me, let me go pre-market. That was not the right example. I'm sorry. MDAI, that was it. So pre-market, it spiked and ran up, but the rest of the day did nothing. The market opened right there. The stock was already up that range, backed and filled, and then dropped dead. So it's dangerous to trade any stock at the opening that's had a big move pre-market. It, it often will pop and drop. So my short recommendation is how long out for puts? You know, <laughs> I'd say 30 days. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. 30 days. Um, and I would also always, when you're doing puts, um, me, my, I get my best results when I buy a put that's slightly out of the money, meaning um, stock may be 20, and I'll buy a, you know, a 19 and a half, a 19 three quarter put. Because if I think it's going down, those puts usually are cheap and you can get a lot of leverage. You can buy a lot of puts. So that's just my take, but it's always more risky to do it that way. ZOM, been holding for years. Well, ask yourself why. Wow, 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 wow. Well, first of all, I, I really don't want to comment on a stock at 17 cents. Uh, any any stock that, you know, I can tell you, I know you when you were, you got sucked in on this run up. People, you've got to learn how to take losses. But you, if this stock, take a look at this. Came down, bounce, came down, bounce. And when it broke that double bottom, that's where your stop should have been. Right there at about $1.40. Here it is at 17 cents. I can't tell you anything about this stock. There's no way to tell you where this is going other than, um, you know, it's a total disaster. I wish I could give you more advice. Uh, are I, am I long on oil and defense stocks? It depends on the individual stock. I, I definitely like certain stocks. Here's a list of some of the stocks. Well, I showed you some of those earlier. Um, some of the stocks we're currently long are APLD, that's a biotech. LFMD, health information. HPK is oil. Augmetics, health information systems, biotechnology, and bio. You can see most of the stocks I look for. And there's aerospace and defense. I like that one too. SWBI, it's considered that even though it's guns. Healthcare and bio. So I got a lot of biotech stocks that have a lot of promise. Now, some of them look terrible. If you look at the X, uh, XBI, it's been a terrible chart. This is the biotech, I'm sorry, XBI. There we go. Um, you can see that this has dropped from just the June high. 90 down to 67 and it's at a year uh, more than a year low so bi biotechs are in a situation now where um even though i like them certain stocks look good but a lot of them don't so i do like certain oil and and, uh, and defense stocks and if you give me a couple examples i'll give you my take on them so folks um my uh chief operations officer just posted please use code harry if you're signing up for a free trial to get a 20 days free if you don't use code the code harry it, you may not be able to get the, the the full 20 days because we need to know where you came from. My hours in my rating room, are you ready? William, hang, hang on to your hat. I'm, I, I'm the hardest working guy on the internet. I challenge you to find anyone hard, that works harder than me. I get up at 3.30 a.m. in the morning in Los Angeles, 3.30. I'm on my site by quarter to four a.m. Los Angeles. Of course, it's quarter to seven. I start to look for pre-market movers, runners. I create a focus list. I put up a live webinar about 4.30. So you can see me charting and doing my analysis. By about 5, 10, 15 a.m., 8, 15 Eastern, I put up a webinar for all to see, and I talk live and give you my take on my focus list, each one of them individually, and analyze where they are, why they are, what they look like, and if, whether I want to put a day or swing on it. Uh, most of them, uh, within the next 20, 30 minutes, I'll be publishing a buy alert on a few of them. Today, it was only three or four. Some days, it's six or eight or more. But for, for me, I want to uh, find the best possible pre-market um, setups and patterns. Uh, and I will also, the only time I really, look, I'm a technical analyst. The only time I really pay attention to fundamentals is pre-market. Why? Because I want to know if a stock is popped and running, what's behind it? 
Is it a major contract? Is it a biotech phase three uh, positive data? Is it an FDA approval? Something like that. If it's that, it may be uh, the kind of um, energy behind a stock that can spurt, you know, a big multi 10, 20, 30, 40 million share day where a stock can, and, and stock can run or trend all day in a rising channel. That's what I look for. That's where we make most of our money. That's right. It was a J&J &J spinoff. Thank you, William. William, you look like the kind of guy that, that would really like my room. And, uh, uh, I invite you to take a, a look at it. Uh, Long-term stock or swing only on NVIDIA? Well, I think NVIDIA is a problem, folks. Here's what. I want you all to know that way back here, I kid you not, when the stock broke out, adjusted for price it was 39 back in here, is where I put a long-term swing on NVIDIA. I just felt, based on everything I knew about it in the chart pattern, this stock had a lot of potential. Well, you can see it did a one, two, three, four. Actually, sorry, one, two, three, four, five. So after five major Elliott waves, what's going on with NVIDIA? Everyone loves the stock. It's over-owned, over-owned. You know what that means? It's a, crowd, it's a crowded uh, play. Look at this pattern. This is a massive left shoulder, head, right shoulder. There's your neckline. NVIDIA can take the whole market down if it drops under 400, 403. The first stop is 375.85. Beneath that, fill the gap down to 300. Can that happen? Why not? Why can't a stock go from 500 to 300 after it's gone from 100? Adjusted only in October of last year. This is 400% up in a year, and now we're head and shoulders. Definitely keep your eyes short on NVIDIA. Now, of course, if the market turns and goes up, this might very well go back up to 4, you know, 60, 70. And, and, but I think it's in trouble unless it reestablishes re this trend. And I also want to point out something from my five, six decades of experience. Head and shoulders are not head and shoulders until the neckline is broken. Until the pattern is completed, it's only formation that isn't necessarily a reversal pattern. It looks like one. It acts like one. We'll see if it is one. I've seen so many head and shoulders look like this and then break. The reason I drew this line, if it breaks this line to the upside, it goes back above 467.8, sorry, 475. You might very well see 500 or 555 or more. Um, because it's so heavily institutionally held, uh, they may buy more and their stock may go up forever. You know, with AI and they, they and all the chips that they make, they're in a great position to, to be much higher. My take on it, um, it's a short-term swing. And it, or if it cracks, it's a short-term short swing. Hold on a moment. My opinion on VIX. Well, here's my opinion on VIX. The VIX or volatility index. And one of the reasons I'm really um, concerned about when I see short term is I'm not seeing heavy enough tick on the downside for the market. I want to see 14, 1500. I want to see throw the baby out with the bathwater spike down, blow out. I want to see um, the VIX spike up into the 30s and 40s. That's nowhere near that. Um, and have really be panic and fear. Um, you know, and I want to see advanced declines in a ratio of 10, 12, 15, 20 to 1. I'm not seeing that either. So we haven't yet reached a point where I think we have a climax low. But I do think the market is oversold enough to get a decent rally snapback. And maybe even a year-end rally goes through December. I don't know. We don't know yet. Uh, th this market may have to go down for another week or two or three. Uh, but I think there is a year-end rally in store for us. Well, that's what I think about the VIX. What about TCN? Not a good chart. And first of all, again, real estate. Now, here's the stock going from 17 and change down to 6 and change. And it's near its all-time low. Again, I don't pick bottoms. What I want to see was this is negative. First of all, it's got to take that out. In other words... If I see a pop above seven and a half, you can go long. Initial resistance is eight, and then eight and a half, and eventually nine and a half. But for now, especially for today's action, this is a bear wedge, and it may have already broken. And if you're sitting here waiting for the stock to go up, you may have a big surprise in store. I wouldn't be shocked to see six bucks or less. Clover, yeah, another a perfect example. And if you don't think we're in a, we're in a, a uh, 
stealth bear market. We we had especially with lower price stocks. And here's a stock that went from 25 down to under a buck. Yeah, it's a terrible looking chart. The moving average had rolled over. They're coming down. The stock is in a, even the short-term downtrend. It wouldn't shock me if it at least retested the lower, maybe double bottom or triple bottom down there. So, um, you know, maybe 75, 80 cents would be a nice little buy or accumulating it. But again, when I look at a long-term position, I want to see a major high resistance zone, this high here and this one there, taken out. So if you're talking about over 160, 65 with volume, then I'm in. TLT, I know that Sunny, uh, a friend of mine, Sunny uh, Harris is a friend of mine as well, and she's a very nice lady, um, knows her stuff. But um, this is a one, two, three, four, five wave decline, massive Elliott wave decline. That's seen it go from over 180 to uh, near 80. So it's lost almost 100 points. Is it a buy down here? Might be, but you're guessing. Look at this. All-time lows, five waves down. Yeah, I think we can get a bounce, maybe 93, 10 points. But I'm not sure this is a low. And I'm also not going to buy it here until I see some kind of reversal. You see the bounce yesterday? That high was 88.47. If, in fact, you see a price volume surge above that, which also would take out this declining top sign. So through that level, at 92.5, through that level, 95 and three quarters, possibly 100. No more than that, though. I think any rally up in that range should be sold. Um, again, with interest rates the way they are, maybe going higher, this could very well be in making new all-time lows. Um, the risk reward is less because of the big drop. It actually looks like this to me. And check this out. Where can this go? A downside projection would be around 73. So it's vulnerable for eight to 10 more points. Just be careful. Is that telephone? ST, is it ST? Looks like telephone. AT&T had a good day today. Is that what you're talking about? Um, yeah, AT&T had a nice spike up today and actually almost day traded it. Um, 15 three quarters is resistance, followed by 16.12. You know, folks, AT&T is well, a really obviously all-line company. Look at the long-term trend, 30 to 13. I think they even cut their dividend. This, this is the lowest level in AT&T since 1993, 20-year low. But why pick a bottom? Why not be in a stock that's in an uptrend? So I take on AT&T as um, that today was a good day for it, but you have a overhead resistance. If you're looking for a swing, if it gets back to 17 and three quarters, 18, that would be the most I would look for. LMT? Aerospace. Well, it's a very expensive stock, $540. Now, this breakaway gap got right to resistance. You actually got through it, tagged the, the, the rising, the declining top line. This is a solid pattern that looks like a bottom. Breakaway gap, the rising channel. I think they had a really good earnings report. Resistance and targets, 458 and 475, short term. We get up in there, we should pull back. Overall pattern, obviously a monster for years now. Look at this. And I would look to see if this stock can retest the all-time highs around 500, 508. Not for me. I don't like I don't like these high price stocks, but that's just me. Northrop, also very close, very similar. It's very heavily institutionally held. Can't be hurt with what's going on in the world war-wise and defense-wise. That's a better chart. In my, well, it's a, they're both pretty good. Falling wedge. When I see a falling wedge breakout, I'm interested. I think it goes back to 565 and maybe 600. P, PPD, P, PDD or PPD? It's got to be PDD. Uh, Aries Wong, is it PPD? Um, I like Pindua Do. I guess that's it. That's it. There is no PPD that I see, that I see in my system. So we, we'll see if that's the case. Anyway, great looking chart. Um, I was blown away by the relative strength in the stock, considering it's Chinese and Chinese stocks haven't done well. Um, the problem is I don't want to see it below 100. Secondary support, 95. Resistance, 110, 11. The target is 120, 22. Thank you, Roberto. Mr. Current, Current. Somebody's been with me for 15 years. Is that all? 
<laughs> I got people with me 22 years. That's the one thing about my site, folks. Once you come in, usually you'll stay. It's a good place to, uh, to uh, comfortable place to trade. With no, not a lot of egos, very little. I usually eliminate them. We have a question on SYM. Now, SYM, I used to love this chart. Look at that breakout. I mean, when it broke out about 14, I was telling everybody it was a swing trade. It went up to 60-something. Broke down from the bear wedge. I put it on my short list. It did drop from 42 down to 31, but it broke back out again. It's looking a lot better. This has the ability to be a big mover. If the market runs, I would say look for 52.3 and then maybe retest at 59.60. But be careful about any move that goes underneath 37.38. That's my stopping point. <laughs> 30, Harry. I like it, William. William, your personality is perfect for my site. Come on down. Uh, all right. Um, and the website is thetechtrader.com. It's spelled T-H-E-T-E-C-H-T-R-A-D-E-R. Thetechtrader. And David posted the link. RGTI, let's take a look. Not a good chart, folks. Oh, this was so good in here. I even told my people, if that big, big wedge breaks out, we're going to go long. Guess what? Never anticipate a wedge or any coil because it can go this way. Now, it's in a new downtrend. It's broken support. This was a double, triple top. It broke out. But once it breaks back down underneath it, it's in a new downtrend. I would avoid for now. Yeah, I know it was 365 and now it's a buck 26. But where did it come from? 35 cents. What's to prevent it from going back there? Nothing. Next support, it's probably closer to this low back here. So don't be surprised if you see 90, 95 cents on it. ACH, ACHR. I like it. Uh, by the way, Joe, uh, Joe Charlton, if you don't see that, then just send an email to support at thetechtrader.com and say you you came in through uh, the, the Cosmender webinar and they're looking for your 20-day free trial. Okay, anybody can do that here. Support at thetechtrader.com. Okay, ACHR, I used to love this chart. When it broke out here, it was a swing. It popped sharply. It came right down to the breakout point and ran up, creating a new rising channel. Look how steep this channel was. Look how far it ran. 365 to almost eight, seven and a half anyway. But it's broken down to the bottom of the, the, what I call a Andrew's pitchfork type pattern. And if, and I would wait for this, number one, it's got to get over 561 for starters and take out the moving average of 588. That's your resistance zone right now. I'm a little worried about this pattern being a bear flag or bear wedge. Take a look. Once you break support and then you form that, if the volume is low and it's flat and it often will go lower. So this is not good. And today's in in reversal bar doesn't help things. So be careful. If you're in it, do a quick stop on the 490.95 and, and they can always go back in. Okay. There's one thing about trading. There is no commissions. Trade for free. You can go in and out like changing your underwear, right? There you go. <laughs> so, um, there's the trend, declining top sign. I want to see that taken out first. So let's just say if it gets over 560.80, it could probably be, be, be back to six and a half and seven and a quarter in that zone. But be careful and 100% stop on the 465.68. We don't want to see the stock go back to three and a half, do we? That's your next support level for crack support. How much do I sleep? <laughs> I probably sleep four and a half to five hours. And for me, that's enough. You know, I'm no youngster. And the older you get, the less sleep you need. My father used to always say, you'll have plenty of time to sleep when you're dead. <laughs> TXS. TXS, Texas Capital Funds Trust. Wow, what a disaster this is. Well, KP, I don't know what to tell you other than I wouldn't be in this stock. You don't have, now you, don't, you have no idea if the market tanks or goes down, this could be 2021 easy or less. Probably not, but it might very well be. Technically, it's negative. Good, Joe. It'll, it'll be taken care of, I promise you. Is there anybody else with a question? We have a few minutes left. IONQ. They still love this stock, too. Was on my list for a long time. Oh, why not? Take a look at this chart. Breaks out here, we put a swing. It then formed a, uh, a falling wedge, popped out, broke out. 
Put another swing. It ran all the way out to my target at 1920. High 2014. Came down and bounced. Retested. It came down and bounced. It's very similar to Archer. This stock came down. I think you can call that a broken channel. See it? So the parallel channel broke and then it formed a bear flag. Look, I don't care how good something was, it can quickly change. Now, I like this company. I don't like the chart. The other thing is it could be a double top. And I will tell you right now, you see this line there? Even though I had this little dive down to 1219, I don't want this under 1296. I have a stop at 1289.90. That's where I want you to stop it. And if you're in it, that's what you need to do. Protect yourself. If you're not, you're looking to buy it. You, you might buy it near 12 and three quarters with a tight stop. But I don't like what I'm seeing. The moving averages have rolled over, maybe coming down. It could be starting a new downtrend. If this market comes down, here's where I think the stock goes. You want to buy it, buy it cheaper. Look for something around here between nine and nine and three quarters, maybe 10 for a better entry opportunity. If you look at a measured move, the stock went from 2160 to 1296, about eight and three quarters. If it drops eight and three quarters from here, you're looking at, you know, $8. It's very possible it could be down in that range. But I think it probably has closer to 10, a better place to buy it. I, I just don't, you know, you don't know how far a stock goes down when it, once the downtrend starts. So I would avoid it altogether until I see it go back up again. And quite frankly, why wouldn't you want to pay up? This is the psychology of, of, of stock trading that I don't get. People want to buy when a stock is cheap. I want to buy when a stock is expensive. Do you know what Jesse Livermore said? Some of you may know who he is. One of the greatest young traders of all time. Back in the roaring 20s when he was trading and making millions. He said, buy high and sell higher. He wants a stock that is, has no overhead resistance. That's in an uptrend that's going to keep going. But buying a stock like this on the verge of possibly a topping pattern could be very dangerous, especially a stock that went from three to 20. 17 point run, it could easily pull back to eight, eight points. So that's why I'm saying a 50% retrace gets you down around the nine ten zone. Yeah, that's true. Um, folks, I decided at the last minute uh, to guys to give you, uh, to extend the free trial because I want to encourage you guys to come into my site. I think you'll love what you see once you're there. But sometimes, you know, not knowing much about it, you need some encouragement. So that's why I'm doing that. And my apologies to my, to my team, not notifying them in advance or uh, giving them late notice. What platform am I on? Are you talking about, Roberto, what platform do I trade on? I, I use Charles Schwab Street Smart Edge. I like it. SLB. It looks like the same people are in, from the prior uh, presentation were here. Look, I, I have a different opinion of, of number J. I like it a lot. And I also think it's an easy stop under 54 and a half. What I want to see is over 62, 62.10, because then 67 and 73 are my targets. You see the long-term rising channel? It's midway right now. This high and these highs in here are resistance. So why not wait for resistance to be taken out with a thrust and maybe this thing can get going? Since it's oil and gas, I think you might get it. Look for 12 to 15 points on this stock over the next few months in terms of potential. Roblox. Roblox, look, I used to love Roblox, but it's really volatile. And it broke down hard here and ran back to the gap. Only thing I do with Roblox, with a pattern like this, I got to wait for the breakout. It's got to take out 32 first. I see, and today's high was close, 32.07, but, but didn't close there. So there is some resistance here, and that would be for target number one, about 34. Beyond that, a gap fell up near 36 and a half, three quarters are my targets. You got that, Joe? 34, 36 and a half, three quarters. Where would I stop it? Well, if you look at an hourly chart, you'll see right, right across here, it's a key support level. Do not let Roblox go below 29.90, okay? We want to see it pop 32 and run up 34 and 36 and a half, but on the downside, support is at 30 and three quarters in the moving averages. 
And then price support, $29.95. If it gets below that, look out. Okay? Amazon. I think all the big boys are in trouble, and that's why I'm worried about the market. But if you trade short and long, and you trade the ETFs that I trade every day, we'll make money in any market. So come join us. Um, this is what I'm seeing at Amazon, and it ain't pretty, as the expression goes. We got a double top after a long uptrend, right? So Amazon went from 83 to 140 something just since this, this year. It broke support there and it rallied right back to it. As the moving averages rolled over, it failed. And, and today had a pretty negative reversal day. I'm just worried about the market short term. But Amazon, I think, is going to retest 123. If it gets below that, you're looking at 114.15. That's my take on Amazon. Be careful.